What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on SureDog.com and coming to you from a very warm Ireland <laughs> this week. It's the, the one uh, week in the year where we get warm weather. So we, we complain about the cold for 51 weeks of the year, and the one week we get the warm day, we complain about that as well, but sure. Uh, that's what being Irish is all about. But anyway, t- today I'm bringing you uh, another edition of the betting show uh, as a big featherweight main event between Brian Ortega and Yair Rodriguez goes down over in Elmont, New York, United States. Is that Long Island? I think it is. So, uh, yeah, it's a uh, very fun fight. Um, not the best card in the world. Not going to not gonna lie, but I've managed to pick out a few bets here. That I think are, are pretty good. We didn't have a great last few weeks, lads. Not going to lie. We, we got Ian Gary two weeks ago. We got one other bet last week as well. I, you know, I've been, I've been too hurt to go back and look at him. It wasn't a great... Oh, we got uh, Shevchenko. We got, we got Shevchenko on the board. A big one to get us on the board. And she did manage to get us on the board, even though my guy Ariel's calling it a robbery. I don't know about that. I, I, I wasn't watching it closely enough. I, I'll, uh, I plead the fifth on that one. But um, yeah, hopefully we have a better week this week. But either way, please bet responsibly. Don't go mad. Only bet what you can and even bet less than that. And, uh, you know, keep it fun. I'll try to say this every week. And if I ever forget it, remember that I said it last week. So we'll uh, we'll do that. We'll always uh, try to keep it fun. Let me know in the comment section below as well your bets. I saw a few people throwing in bets last week. And you know what? The, the comment section bets are probably better than my bets. So have a look down in the comment section at the uh, the wise betters down there. And I appreciate it. This show has grown an awful lot over the last while. Appreciate everyone listening in. And as, I, as I've said from the start, it's more about getting ideas out there for people rather than, you know, all oh, these bets are definitely going to win and all these percentages and all. You know, I might try out an idea and you might disagree with it and go the other way. And that's absolutely fine too. But that's what I'm kind of doing. Talking you through a few fights having a bit of a chat about it and seeing uh, seeing where things go and let people make up their minds for themselves. So I'm going to start straight away here with the main event. I usually keep the main event until the end or maybe my flyer bet. <clears throat> and it's a bit of a flyer bet this time, but not necessarily. Uh, it's Brian Ortega to win by submission at plus 300. Um, now, Brian Ortega is the favorite to win the fight. At minus 170, I'm just looking here, Yair Rodriguez is plus 145. Um, the Rodriguez KO is plus 300. Uh, just like the Ortega submission, the Ortega KO is plus 650. The Rodriguez submission plus 2800, we would uh, we'd probably guess that. But I think this is a very interesting fight in terms of what I just read out there. <clears throat> because... Someone to get a finish is a big price, you know, plus 300 and up. And I, I think that's very, very interesting because if you look at this fight and you look at both of these guys, they have the ability to finish at all times. They're not the type of guys that don't go for it, you know? Um, Yaya Rodriguez is, you know, we, I think they put out the fight in UFC's YouTube there yesterday where, uh, you know, he got the last second key, KO against the, the Korean zombie after a, a mad fight. Um, you know, Ortega has gotten three, three round submissions, third round submissions in a row back when he was fighting three round fights. Like these guys are finishers. These guys that are, these are guys that go for it all the time. And like you put on certain bets and you know, last week, last week I went for RDA to win maybe in the fourth or fifth round and it turned out it was the other way around, but 
you know, that that's the sort of fighter. If you look at Fizayev now, you're betting him again to get the finish because he goes for the finish. And I feel like the two of these lads are guys who go for the finish. Now, the reason I've gone for Ortega here, and you know, me, me, with with that said, before I, I'll tell you my reasoning on that, the fight to finish inside the distance uh, is minus one fifty. So. There's a bit of a disconnect there because the fight to go to decision is plus 120, so they're expecting it to be finished, right? So that's the, the best odds out of two of them, very, pretty close. But when I look at that, I'm like, right, let's pick what it's going to be. And that's my pick. My pick is Ortega to win by submission. And the reason I've gone for this, I was talking about it. Uh, I, I'm sure my uh, the podcast I did with Spencer will be out by the time this comes out. But he said something very kind of wise in that podcast. or Maybe, maybe it wasn't that podcast. Maybe it was offline before and we were prepping for it or something like that. But he said to me, like, you'd expect Rodriguez to win a large portion of this fight. Maybe. You know, if it stays on the feet. I don't think that's a given. But let's say that does happen. Is Ortega out of it at any stage there? Like, it, it, even if Ortega is losing and losing and losing and losing, all he has to do is to win for one second to get in one position at one right time and he can submit anyone in this world. Now, having, with that said, and, and to, to kind of prove that point, he almost submitted Volkanovski. He almost submitted Volkanovski. And if you think about that, this is the guy who everyone now after beating Max Holloway saying he's unbeatable, he's cleaned out the division, there's no one else there. This guy almost submitted him. Now, he didn't submit him, which is fair enough, but Volkanovski is the best in the world and there's a reason he's the best in the world. But is Yair Rodriguez as good as that? I think we all know he's not as good as, as Volkanovski. But in that position, would Yair Rodriguez survive in the same way that Volkanovski did? I would probably say no. No, I'm not saying he's just going to give up. He'll get caught in one submission and he's gone or whatever. Uh, and maybe it will be that. But I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not going full Che Sherman on it here, saying he's going to give up or anything like that. But I do think that. What Ortega proved in that fight in that he can get the best in the world into such a compromising position at one point in a five-round fight. What is to say and why? what is the argument that he can't get Rodriguez there? Rodriguez is more of even a wild fighter uh, where he throws kicks and stuff like that. All you have to do is catch one kick. You put him on his back. You get his back when he turns around and Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, you know? Um... I just think he'll get caught. And Spencer kind of, and my, to finish mind there, Spencer, you know, he said it only takes one second to get into a compromising position to get caught by someone like Ortega. And he's right. He's absolutely right. And it's 25 minutes. And Ortega has improved so much on the feed as well that it's not like it's going to be 25 minutes of him getting bashed up like it was, you know, 14, 15 minutes of him getting bashed up before, before he became a better striker like he is now. So I think Ortega will actually hold his own on the feet. Um, I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't be surprised if he's winning on the feet, but I do think Yair will land some good shots and I think there'll probably be a bit of blood in this fight and everything. But there will be a wild scramble. There will be an opportunity and I think Ortega is good enough to take that opportunity. And a plus 300 to get that submission, one of the best submission artists in the UFC, yeah, I'm taking it. I'm, I am taking it. It's a fight I'm really, really looking forward to. I think it'll be, as I said, blood and guts. Uh, I think it'll be a, a rough affair. And um, I I think Ortega will get that submission. I, I think 
you know, if, let's say this fight goes to decision, right? Let's say I'm wrong and you decide, right? No, it's not going to be a submission. It's going to go decision. These guys are going to even themselves out, which it may be. Who do you think is going to win that? Because that's very interesting to me, but because like, let's say Ortega catches him in a great submission, almost submits him, but he survives. That could be a round that Ortega wins, you know? Could Ortega win around early where it's more of like a technical bout early and then Rodriguez opens up a bit? Like, there's two rounds straight away, possibly there. Like, I, I think this is going to be, it's going to be a nip and tuck enough fight and something might give, especially late, I think, because we saw the, the, the two Raphaels fighting last week and no one knew kind of going into that fifth round who was winning. You know, the, we all, I, I think most people thought Fedzaev was ahead, absolutely, but it wasn't a clear enough fight for, and when I say nobody, I mean nobody in the corners and nobody in the in the cage. It wasn't a clear enough fight to say, you know, I don't need to finish here. It was one of those where, you know, it'd be a very bad, uh, it'd be a very, a very bad fight for open, the open scoring doofuses out there. Um, and I feel like this could be a similar sort of thing where it could be nip and tuck for the first four rounds and in the fifth, someone might need to take a chance whether it's either guy and then Ortega might jump on that submission and get it. So, yeah, I'm going for the Ortega submission. I think it's going to be a, a bit of a janky fight, a bit of a disjointed fight after maybe the first round and I think that really suit Ortega. So that's my uh, my main reasoning there. Right, next bet, I am going for Jack Tank Shore. Uh, to win here against uh, Ricky Simon, he is at minus one sixty. I'm just looking at it here. Uh, his price has come in a bit. He was actually minus one sixty four yesterday. I think I had it in my notes here. Let me just check him in. Yeah, minus one sixty four yesterday. So minus one sixty here today. Now that'll probably move again as the week goes. Um, I, I went back and I watched a bit of both of them, and the, the main reason I'm going for Jack Shore. Well, I have two main reasons, right? I think his his ability to I, I absorb is probably the wrong word, but to absor- absorb short shots and kind of to roll with shots and to make shots look like they have no effect on him is is massive. That's one reason for me, and the other reason is his ability to land combinations in madness. And if you can do, if he does both of those things, right? If he does both of those things against Ricky Simon. He will win this fight walking away because that's where Ricky Simon wins his fights. He makes you look worse than him in the exchanges. He is faster than most guys in the exchanges. He lands more shots than most guys in the exchanges. And he may, as I said, he makes them look worse. Whereas if Jack Shore can kind of move his head, even roll with the punches, even if he gets punched, not make it look bad for the judges and come back and go bop, 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 hit him with four or five shots put Ricky Simon walking backwards that's that's how you score me you know with good powerful shots that and making the other guy's shots not look as powerful is is just it's just as important you know so um that I think that's genuinely that that's my biggest breakdown of the fight that's the winning and losing of the fight I think it's an in, it's going to be an interesting battle in other parts as well, but I think that's the biggest area. Like I go back and I watch Ricky Saban. Maybe it's just because of the hair, but he reminds me a little bit, or, or he's like the the new age Clay Guida, maybe, where he's a good wrestler. He puts on this massive pace. He's going forward. He has the hair. He's bopping in and out and up and down and all of that, and he tries to land lots of shots on you. Um, I always think a a fighter like that 
is beaten by a better technical fighter. And that's exactly what Jack Shore is. He's a really good technical wrestler. He's a really good technical striker. He's a really good jab. His combinations are really, really good. And he can hit hard as well. And you just imagine a guy, you know, <laughs> I always hear about, you know, I always see lads in street fights or whatever it might be, and they'd like run into fights like head first and then they're blah, 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 and then someone who can actually box or fight comes in, hits them one counter and then they're laid out, you know, like Forrest Griffin, Anderson Silva style, you know, now I don't think this will be like that, I don't think he'll be getting one punch knocked out like this, not that I might, you never know, but... I think this will be that sort of fight where one guy kind of running in and the other guy picking him off a little bit. Now, that'll only work if Jack Shore can time him and not just time, but get his timing down and get it down early because Saman can come on. If Saman gets that forward uh, pressure and starts landing in that uh, area and cuts off the cage and pushes you against the cage, maybe gets a couple of takedowns, it could go very badly, very quickly for Jack Shore. So he has to get into it quickly. But I do think Shore is the type of guy who is not not necessarily stays safe quickly, but will take a more defensive measure early to get that timing, to get his place in the fight. And then from the second and third round on, he'll start landing those shots. He'll start taking, not necessarily taking chances, but will start letting his hands go where he knows he has gained those reads, if you want to put it that way. So... That's the fight I think this will be. I think it'll probably be a decision how I've gone for... Uh, this is the only one I'm going straight up on my bets this week, so I didn't go for a decision or anything like that here. I'm just going for Jack Shore straight up, minus 160 to win this one. I think he's smarter, uh, better technique, and I think he'll pick off Ricky Simon um, when he needs to. And now, uh, let me say this again. This is my call on the fight. You might disagree with me. You might think Ricky Saman can go on his pressure and his pace will be too much. And you know what? You might you might be right. You might be right. Now, this is the way I think it'll go. And this is the way... If I was betting on the fight, this is the way I would bet in the fight. I think it's a pretty good price as well at minus 160. Uh, but as you say, you make up your own, uh, make up your own mind on it. Right. Next bet here I'm going for... I am going for Amanda Lemos to win against Michelle Watterson. And I'm going for her to win by decision at minus 110 if you look at the betting Lemos is a massive favourite minus 330 to Watterson's plus 255 Um, and uh, the reason I've gone for a decision is just that I think Michelle Watterson is so tough that I think she'll be able to, to keep going that long if you look at Michelle Watterson's last few fights um, Marine Rodriguez decision uh, Hill decision, Esparza decision, Ian Jacek decision, and these are good fighters. Kovalkiewicz decision, Herrig decision, Casey decision, Torres decision, and it was all the way back in 2017 against Rosenam Yunus that she actually lost by uh, by a submission, and that was Rosenam Yunus before Rosenam Yunus was Rosenam Yunus. If you wanna, uh, if you wanna look at it that way, now Lemos has some finishes over the last while she. Uh, arm triangle and drag. she knocked out a few people as well. but she has a couple of decisions and two of her last five as well but she is more of a finisher without a shadow of a doubt I think the I think the big issue here for Watterson uh, is obviously the size now this is at strawweight I was watching a fight against uh, of Lemos's last night and it was at Bantamweight was it Leslie Smith if I'm not mistaken let me just check her record here uh, I watched it was Leslie Smith and that was at Bantamweight so she she didn't look 
She looked a bit undersized in that fight, but not terribly undersized. So she's she's a big lady, you know, compared to Michelle Watterson, who we all probably acknowledge should be fighting a weight class down, but they don't have it uh, in the UFC. So I I think what this is going to be is Michelle Watterson trying to do her thing that she always does, which is throw those kind of high kicks from the outside and miss by miles. And then Lemus will wait for her to kick, wait for it to fall, and then come in and land a couple of counters. And I think she will land and land and land and land and land. And Michelle Watterson will probably be hurt a few times and survive. But she's so tough. She's a very hard out. A very, very, very hard out. Especially to, to knock her out. Now, can she, will she get submitted? Will she get taken out? Maybe. You know, she's been submitted three times in her career. But she's only been knocked out once. You know, she's only been knocked out once in her whole career. And that was uh, back in 2014 in, in Invicta. Um, so, it, Michelle, I'm, I'm going for the decision here based on two things. Basically, I think that Lemos will beat her up badly. And I think Watterson's very tough and will survive. So those are the those are the two reasons I've got for uh, I've got for Lemos to win the decision here. She's plus two forty to get the KO. If you think I'm wrong, um, she's plus twelve hundred to get the submission. If you think that'd be better, but I do think the most likely outcome here is a Lemos win, and I think the most likely outcome here is the fight going to decision. So Lemos fight decision. Uh, minus 110 I think that's pretty good bet and you know that price could come in maybe to minus 100 actually I do I think it'll probably actually go the other way so if you're taking that I'd, I'd probably take it now uh, so yeah I'm going for that one there right my next bet um, and this one I kind of I kind of hummed and had about it honestly I really did uh, I'm going for Misha Tate to win the decision at minus 110 and it wasn't the decision part of it I hummed and had about it, it was like who'd win Part because Lauren Murphy is plus 170, and that's that's a that's a pretty good prize, I think, because it's a very, very even fight. Now, I think one one of them will win by decision. So, basically, I was going for you know the plus 170 to win straight up for versus the kind of the plus 110. If you like Murphy to win uh, by decision, let me just check here that's plus 185. So, not a massive difference there in terms of our prize just to win straight up and, and win. If you're betting on our, I would bet on her to win straight up rather than to win by decision because there isn't that much of a difference in it. But uh, having just watched Tate's, um, you know, her last fight, uh, her comeback fight, or sorry, not her last fight, but her comeback fight against uh, Reno and the fight even against uh, Vieira where she went five rounds and she didn't, you know, she didn't do anything too bad in, in that to, to, to put you off. I just think she... She looked like someone who wasn't out of the cage for five years. She looked like someone who was still able to do it at uh, at the top level of MMA. And I think coming down a weight will actually help her. I, I you know I think I think she probably I think she probably would have come down to one twenty five before if the division was there back in the day and if. Uh, she didn't have so much much success at 135 and if the big Rousey fight obviously and the home fights and the Nunes fights weren't there at 135 I think she probably would have done it like if you look at 
her fights, it, it was the the home win, obviously, for the title. Didn't the big Amanda Nunes fight, and then she fought Raquel Pennington once in the big McGregor versus Alvarez card, and in the, the retirement game. So she didn't really have the opportunity to go down at that stage or to go down, you know, when the division came in, when Shevchenko was there or not. So now she's looking for, obviously, this big money fight against Shevchenko as well. And it'll be interesting, like, uh, this is pure, that's pure speculation by me now, saying, you know, she would have gone down or she could have gone down. And I think the way it'll suit her. That's pure speculation. Maybe the way it won't suit her. You know, maybe we'll see her Friday at the wins and she'll be, you know, drawn out. And then you go and you bet on on, uh, on Lauren Murphy at, at plus 170. But I, I don't know. My call, and it's only my call. I might be wrong. I'll say it again. My call is that she's going to look good. And she's going to bring some extra power down in that weight class as well. Because I think that, and that, that's my main reason for calling her to win the decision over uh, over uh, Lauren Murphy. I keep calling her Leslie Smith for some reason. Why why, uh, why do I always mix Lauren Murphy and Leslie Smith up? It's, it's very bad. I always mix uh, Rob Font and Danny Gay up as well. They're like, them lads, they're both the same guy like that. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think Misha hits a little bit harder than Lauren Murphy. And if we look at how MMA scored today, it scored on impact and who hits harder. And if this goes, does go to a decision, which I think it will, it'll come down to that. Who has landed the hardest shots in each individual round? And in my opinion, if that is the question you're asking, I, I think the answer will be Misha Tate. Honestly, I do. And that's that's as simple as that. I think it's going to be a close fight. I think it's going to be nick and talk, nip and tuck. You could see a split decision here, honestly. But I'm going for I'm going for Tate to win it at uh, plus one ten. I don't think it's a bad price, honestly. Don't think it's a bad price. Plus one ten, Misha Tate. Right. So there are my four bets. My flyer this week. It is a flyer. It's a flyer. You cannot deny that this one isn't a flyer. Uh, <laughs> I'm going for Dacia Ligambula to win uh, Langiumbula even to win by submission at plus twelve hundred. So. The flyers are going to be flyers, right? The flyers are going to be flyers from now on. I'm not taking any backward steps anymore, right? And the reason I'm going for this is because I watched a couple of Dalcia's fights. And he's only won twice by submission. Sorry, he only won once by submission in his career in 11 fights. So, you know, it's nearly 10%, 9% of fights or whatever. It was one by submission. Um... And that was it was a good while back, early days in his career. But I went back and I watched a couple of his fights. And the Dequan Townsend fight especially, he got a few nice takedowns in that. He got a, a bit of top control. He he dominated on the ground. You forget sometimes that this guy was a judoka. You know, it's sometimes he comes out and he, he comes out and he throws his hands all the time. And, you know, he gets a few knockouts and things like that. But sometimes you forget he's actually pretty good on the ground. And if he gets in up now, if he gets him taken down, if he gets in the bottom, that's a different story. But if he's a strong, if he is the stronger guy, he can trip you, put you on the ground and make it a tough night for you. And the reason I've gone for this here is because Punaheli Sariana, we all know him as well. He's a big knockout artist. It's very, very hard. And that's what he'd be looking for. He'd be looking for the knockout. So if Dalsha comes in here, now... He might come in here and he might go toe to door and one of them might get knocked out. I am not saying that's not going to happen. But I'm banking on him having a smarter maybe game plan here at plus 1,200. If he has a smarter game plan, push Soriano against the cage and can take him down with those big judo, judo throws and those big slams, 
I could see him getting the submission. I could see Soriano maybe giving up his back, putting in a rear naked choke for Dalcha here and getting the submission. Because he has very good top control. He has very good takedowns and throws. And against a guy who's, you know, known as a striker, would that not be the right way to go? I think I think it would be. I think it has to be. And, you know, he's on a tough part of his career as well. Like, so is, so is Pugliana, Pugliana, but he's lost three of his last four fights as Dalsha. This is a must win. You know, this is the type of fight. You got three losses in a row, four out of, uh, what is it, four out of five, and you could get cut from the UFC. This is a must win fight. And in a must win fight, you must do what you need to win. And it, is that going out there and striking with Siriano? I, I don't think so. So, takedown, submission, plus 1,200. That's why I'm going for the uh, Ligambula. It's a flyer. It is absolutely a flyer. If I had a fiver of my own money, would I put it on this straight up? Absolutely not. But at plus 1,200, maybe. You know, it's the flyer of the week. It is the flyer. I'm, sa- I'm saying this now. My flyers are going to be no longer plus 300 bets. I want to go mad. These are mad bets. One will happen every three months but that's what we're going to go for so that's the flyer for this week right let's run through a couple of the other bets and then i will recap my bets as well uh, let me just check on this herbert burns fight here because i think he had a pull out and uh let me just make sure who he is fighting here up on sherdog.com it, 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 has the fight been rescheduled i don't think the fight has been rescheduled oh no he's fighting bill algio yes he's fighting bill algio uh the price the price is up on that actually so it is plus, minus 180 for Algio plus 155 for Herbert Burns Herbert's been out for a good while and I think that's probably the biggest reason here why they're going for Bill Algio um, let's see what price Herbert is to win by submission uh, Burns by submission plus 225 so not a big difference in that one I, I think that'll be a good even fight um, Algio Hasn't the best takedown defense, to be honest. And if Herbert can get in there and take him down, I could see maybe that submission plus 225 might be the bet to go there. But there's probably a reason Aljo is favored uh, in that one. Um, Emily Ducat, then we go from bottom to top. Emily Ducat is minus one for five favored over Jessica Pinet. Uh, Stuffles is the f- uh, underdog, a plus one, two, five against Dwight Grant, minus one, four, five. Uh, the Jung versus Jacoby fight was one I was looking at to finish maybe inside the distance. That is minus 115, so I think that's pretty good there. Both of those guys have power. Uh, then the Jack Shore fight, minus 160 versus plus 140. If you like Jack Shore uh, to win by decision there, you can get him uh, at plus 115. So that's, you know, that's pretty good there. Um, Simon to win by decision is uh, plus 215. I, I think it probably will go to the decision. I think it'll be a close enough one. So if you fancy either of them, that's the way to go for him. Soriano is plus two, or sorry, minus 230. Uh, Bulla is plus 195. Um, if you think it's going to be a KO, Dalsha is plus, one, plus 450, plus 160 for Soriano. So Soriano, a big, big... Uh, not not favorite because it's plus money, but it's it's as close to uh to even as as you uh, as you get in a fight like that to get the knockout. Some you know, I I think if Dalsha realizes that gets that takedown, you'd never know. Uh, Lauren Murphy plus one seventy minus two hundred for me. that's a bigger price than you know that that Lauren Murphy. That's the, the the reason why I was coming on about it. That Lauren Murphy price is really good. 
It's a really good price there on Lauren Murphy. I think I think Misha at minus two hundred is too big, but Herford to win by decision uh, is a pretty good price. Then we've Matt Schnell plus two twenty against Sue Dumanjari uh, minus two sixty. I really like Schnell. I like his ability and all, but I like Sue as well. It's a tough fight. This is this is a tough fight. I think that line is a bit too loose. Honestly, I'd probably go for Schnell at that price. Uh, I think that's a close closer fight than the bookies have it there. Uh, if you're telling me to straight up who's going to win, I'd probably go for Suma the Jari. But at that price, I think I think Schnell is the bet there. Uh, Jordan and Burgos, then that's a fun fight. Minus one seven one for Burgos. He's the favorite. Min- uh, plus one. Uh, four six for Jordan. Uh, even enough, I think that's just about right as well. Li Zhang Yang then is plus one five two. The returning Muslim Salikov minus one seven seven. Uh, and then we have the top two fights: Amanda Lemos minus three thirty. Michelle Watterson plus uh, two five five. I went through a few of those bits earlier. And in the main event, minus one seventy for Brian Ortega and Yair Rodriguez at plus one forty five. So very very close there on that one. If you fancy the over under two and a half rounds, un- over uh, is minus one eighty five under two and a half rounds plus one fifty five the uh, under four and a half rounds minus one twenty I like that as well I think that's I think that's a pretty good bet there so if you're looking at the overs probably go to that probably go to four and a half rounds so um yeah fun main event not the best card in the world um I think there will be a couple of fun fights though I really like that Schnell Suma Dajari fight I think that'll be a good one Li Zhang Liang is usually in bangers. I think Tate against Murphy will be an interesting one as well. And we could see a few big finishes early. I think late we'll get a lot of decisions, but early we might get some finishes here on this one. Uh, all right, I will leave it there. Best of luck on all your betting this week, everyone. I'll just recap the bets before I go again. Ortega by submission, plus 300. Jack Shore, minus 160, straight up. Lemus win by decision, minus 110. Plus 110 then for Misha Tate to win by decision. And then Dalsha Langium Bulla to win by submission. The Florida Week at plus 1200. I'll leave it there, lads. Thanks very much for watching this then. Put your bets in the comment section below here on YouTube. If you are watching, give it the thumbs up. As I said, leave a comment. Click the subscribe button as well. You'll get these each and every week from me. Shout out to John Brannigan and all the crew over at Sherdog.com. My name is Sean Sheehan for that beautiful website of Sherdog.com. And I'll see you all next time.